0: What is up, freaks? It's your boy Marty Ben here to introduce this episode of Tales from the Crypt. I sat down with Ben Kaufman to talk about the clown world, the state of the clown world, his newsletter, Clown World Today, and a bit of the logical inconsistencies that exist in the mainstream and have been perpetrated over the last year and a half, particularly. Trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. A lot of topics. (laughs) that are discussed during this conversation will trigger some people. So I'm going to give you that trigger warning. Um, Though I think it's important to have these conversations and more importantly uh, to have the ability to have these conversations. You don't have to agree with everything discussed, but I think you should agree that we should be able to discuss these topics. And it seems that in today's day and age, uh, the ability to even discuss these things openly and critically is being... Hindered and censored um by some of the powers that be. Again, you don't have to agree with the conclusions we draw, but you should agree that we should be able to attempt to draw our own conclusions and not have them thrust upon us by a kleptocratic elite that really doesn't have our best interests at heart. At the end of the day, you can prove this via their actions over over many many decades. This room is brought to you by our good friends at the motherfucking Cash App. Cash App. Also sponsoring Max Verstappen. Team Red Bull was at F1 yesterday. Verstappen won. Cash App. Backing winners. Max, if you're listening to this, or Cash App, if you're listening to this, I think a a TFTC Red Bull racing crossover could be interesting. I think we can hit on some nice topics, get to a wider audience, get Cash App out there, get Bitcoin out there, get F1 into the Bitcoin circles. And then just talk about stacking stats, which Cash App makes very easy. Uh, Cash App can even be your bank account. You can get your paychecks direct deposited into the app. Uh, and they've had their boost program it's an incredible app if you haven't downloaded it yet make sure you do so using the code stacking sats s-t-a-c-k-i-n-g-s-a-t-s you're gonna get ten dollars and ten dollars gonna go to our good friends at owls lacrosse that's owls lacrosse <coughs> owls lacrosse think about it cash out max for stopping marty bent crossover <laughs> you can get a lot of engagement. That's all I want to say. This trip was also brought to you by good friends at Unchained Capital. The reason I was at F one because the kind folks at Unchained Capital invited me. And we had a great time. It was a great day yesterday. You know what else is great? Unchained Vault product, which is a two or three multi-sig where you hold two keys, Unchained holds one. You can always move your UTXOs in and out of your vault without any help by yourself having full control over UTXOs if you have full control of those keys. However, if you're in a pinch and you need, uh, somebody to be the second in that two is three multi-sig setup. Unchain is there for you. This is their collaborative custody model. It is important. Collaborative custody eliminates single points of failure. I've got a baby crying in the background. Hey, sir, sir, I'm reading ads, sir. Thank you. His mom, God, she's, she's a queen. She's our queen. I love her to death. Where was I collaborative custody Unchains helping you eliminate single points of failure in your security model, right? Holding your sats on an exchange, single point of failure one day, the exchange should be like, no, we're not going to send you your sats. they actually potentially like, they don't even have them. You, you can't be sure unless you take possession of your sats. Single sig wallets, uh, single points of failure. If you lose your wallet and your seed phrase backup, you are shit out of luck. So distribute that risk engage in the collaborative custody model that unchained offers and they have a white glove concierge service for you a package uh that is going to take you from zero to having a vault set up they're going to get you comfortable with multi sync comfortable with their vault products specifically over the course of many video conference calls they're going to answer any questions you may have they're going to send you hardware wallets teach you how to set them up create private public key pairs and back up the seed phrases in ways in which you can you can secure those seed phrases as well And at the end of the day, they're going to, they're going to dump a thousand cuck bucks worth of sats into your vault. If you tell them that TFTC sent, you're going to get $50 off this package. Go check out everything they have going on at unchained.com. It goes beyond the vault product. They have an incredible blog that does a deep dive into Bitcoin, the theory behind Bitcoin. You even have some sci-fi Bitcoin content on there from Drew Bansal, co-founder, chief security officer. Incredible team. Thank you to the Unchained team for inviting me and my wife to F1 yesterday. It was a great time. This rope was also brought to you by our good friends at Compass Mining. Compass Mining is here to get more individuals into the mining game. They want more individual ownership of hash rate uh, distributed between more individuals. More individuals owning ASICs means that Bitcoin hash rate ownership is more distributed. It's pretty beautiful compass makes it easy you go to compassmining.io. you can pick an asic that you want to buy they'll get it free they'll send it to you if you want to mine at home they have a mine at home team uh, support team that is there to to help you get your asic number one plug it in number two uh, they're going to help you understand the electrical infrastructure you need set up so that you can actually plug particular models in and get them going. They're going to teach you how to get it into the internet and communicate with your miner once you have it uh, on the internet and then uh, how to point your hash at a pool and begin receiving payouts from that pool. Um, On top of that, if you don't want to do at-home mining, they have partnerships with hosting facilities with competitive electricity costs. So if you want to buy a miner on Compass and have it plugged in in a particular hosting facility, they'll get the miner, they'll put it at the hosting facility, and then they'll start sending sats your way. It's a beautiful thing. Again, go check it out at compassmining.io, C-O-M-P-A-S-S-M-I-N-I-N-G.io. Last but not least, this rip was brought to you by our good friends at Brains. Brains. They're not a zombie company. They're actually a company that's going to help you get more sats out of your ASICs uh not only that there is the team behind Slushpool. how do they get more sats out of your asics well they have brains os plus auto tuning firmware which uh does a deep dive into the the chips on your asic and finds one, finds which ones are higher frequency and which ones are lower frequency and it focuses all the hashing and all the electricity on the higher frequency chips so that you get more hash out of your asic and thus more sats out of your asic uh, they support many models uh, you can go to Brains, dot com and check out which models are supported. Uh, they're adding support to S19s and What's Miners. As we speak, I know the S19s are in public beta. What's Miner firmware is running on uh, machines within the Brains offices, so they're getting closer to releasing that. Uh, they have a bunch of profitability, and they have one profitability calculator. It's a very good resource. Uh, they have other tools, a bunch of content. They're hiring if you're a Rust developer. If you're much smarter than i and you want to work for a quality focused goal-driven principled bitcoin company brains is uh, on the top of my list again if i was smart enough i would go work for them unfortunately i'm i'm just an idiot podcaster so the uh, the opportunity is open for you you know that i'm not going to be taking those jobs so if you're a rust developer a system admin you've worked on hardware in the past go check out the brains jobs page you're looking to hire and we can use all the talent we can get in the bitcoin space go check out their blog follow them on twitter too at brains underscore systems we'll have long form threads diving into the mining industry enjoy it freaks enjoy this rip and again trigger warning trigger warning trigger warning trigger warning we discussed some touchy topics should be okay to do that. Let me know what you think.
1: You've had a dynamic where money's become freer than free. If you talk about a Fed just gone nuts, all, all the central banks going nuts. So it's all acting like safe haven. I
0: believe that. In a world where central bankers are tripping over themselves to devalue their currency, Bitcoin wins. In the world of fiat currencies, Bitcoin is the victor.
1: I mean, that's part of the bull case for Bitcoin.
0: If you're not paying attention, you probably should be. probably should be. probably should be. What is up, freaks? It's your boy Marty Bent. Back for another episode. Speaking with a Bitcoiner, but a Bitcoiner... Uh, is looking to step outside Bitcoin. He thinks there's bigger problems in the world. I'm sitting down with repeat guest Ben Kaufman, who is the chief conspiracy theorist at at CWT News. Now, uh, the Clown World today. What's going on, Ben?
1: Yeah, I'm doing great. Thanks. Uh, how are you doing?
0: Doing well. Doing well. Happy to be speaking with you. I mean, you are a young man who seems to be one of the most principled gentlemen I've uh I've followed on the internet over the last few years. I mean, we know you. Matt and I had you on the show what last year uh, to talk about the work that you're doing on Spectre. Uh, you announced recently in the last couple of weeks that you're going to be uh, shifting your focus from Bitcoin work, which you'll still be doing. Um, but you feel like there's a pressing need outside of Bitcoin in the world right now, and that is to highlight uh, the insanity of the clown world. Why, why do you think this is such a pressing need right now?
1: Yeah, so first of all, yeah, I think this Bitcoin is, is probably the most important thing right now, but I think it's not the only thing that is that is important. Um, I'll definitely still be doing work on Bitcoin, um, probably even most of my time, uh, but I think there is also need to talk more about, um, about basically all the insanity that is going on uh, outside of Bitcoin, uh, all the... Corona totalitarian nonsense that is going on. Uh, basically how governments are right now stepping up their game and trying to basically encroach more on freedom of people, uh trying to do stuff that were basically ma- unimaginable just two years ago. Um and I think we need to we need to also talk about that more and need to, you know, to to deal with that more.
0: Yeah. No, I completely agree, and I'm very happy that you've decided to step out on this limb and and begin highlighting this. I mean, I've been writing about the mass psychosis in the world in my newsletter, and and mm-hmm. one tool against that mass psychosis that I've sort of honed in on and wanted to lean into is is ridicule, ridiculing the the clown world operators that. Uh, seem to be pushing us down this total, totalitarian state. And I think what you're doing with Clown World today, the newsletter that you started, um, is doing an incredible job of that. So I, I guess, like, let's start with Clown World today. Um, how you're using that that newsletter um, to, to sort of ridicule the, the insanity in the world, or what are some examples of uh, insane either policies or quote-unquote facts that actually end up being misinformation that that you've highlighted
1: mm-hmm. yeah sure so basically I just started this clown world thing just as a way to express my my thoughts on all the all the nonsense that is basically going on right now um i've just felt that I have to you know i have to write on it in in um in a, a bit longer form that's on done on twitter and also that I want to basically make sure that even if I get banned from Twitter, uh, I'll still have some reach to to people. And doing this with a mailing list makes it makes it possible to have like this also this backup plan kind of. Um, so yeah, I just started this this newsletter, and just started writing whatever whatever was was up on my mind at at the moment, um, whatever if it is like. To to basically the first issue was basically just on stopping to you know stopping complying with with all the nonsense um just stopping you know stopping the compliance like how how do we end this all this nonsense just need people to you know to step up and stop cooperating with all with all that's been going on you know people just think usually most of the people just imagine that if they just do this if they just take the booster shot now if they just take uh use these qr codes for you know for these um vaccine passports if they just like if they just stayed home two weeks as it was in the beginning this you know we will get back to normals or you know this madness will end But it's absolutely the reverse. As The more that you continue to comply and the more you continue to do what you're told and the more that you give in with your freedoms and with everything that you cut, the the worse that it will be. The more that the, the governments will want to take away from you, the more they can feel that they can take away and the more that they will.
0: Yeah. And I mean, does being from Israel, is that... Another sort of impetus for this, I guess many are viewing Israel, Australia, Canada, as sort of these testing rounds for a lot of these totalitarian mm-hmm. moves. I mean, the, the, the VAC passport was very popular mm-hmm. in Israel. Uh, now you have the booster passport as well. If you're double vaxxed, mm-hmm. you're, not, you're, not, uh, you're not allowed to go to the store with, without getting a booster. What, what's going on in Israel? Mm-hmm. What are you seeing? Is there any pushback? Um, are you seeing any non-compliance there?
1: Uh, I hardly see any non-compliance, to be honest. That's really disappointing. Unlike, you know, unlike places like in the U.S. or in Europe, I think there's a lot less, um, you know, disobedience and you know defiance of this this nonsense in Israel, uh, which is extremely disappointing. Israel was probably the first, I I, I think that started with the vaccine passport system, um, and now it's you know it's everywhere. Now that uh, you don't only have to to get you know the double box, as you said you have to get the booster shot, and not only that you have to get it now every six months. So the vaccine passport that you get from getting the booster shot only lasts six months, and then once you once the six months are over, you need another booster. Or we once again are not you know you're unhealthy. You cannot go to the stores. You cannot do like anything. Um, so yeah so this is like Israel is is not doing well on, on, in that regard I think it's not as bad as Australia but it's definitely really bad um, and there were a lot of other stuff that was completely madness in Israel for example for a few months um, a few weeks or a few months around the beginning of this year I think they basically cl- closed the close the country so that even citizens not only couldn't get out, they couldn't even get in. So citizen Israeli citizens, you know, you have the passport. The, the only thing that you're expected to be able to do with with the passport is get in Israel. And for like a few weeks, there was like a period where you couldn't even do that. So that that's, as far as I know, only happened in Israel, like I don't think any other country close the borders for citizens to get back in, basically. Um, There were a few like Australia that banned people getting out, like Israel. But getting in, for example, is uh, an Israeli nonsense.
0: Yeah, it's fucking insane, man. And like you said, the more you give, the more they're going to take and the more they're going to try to take, right? So how do you see this Mm -hmm. vax pass evolving right now? It's like, oh, every six months you need a booster. And then you mm-hmm. see you see it evolving into like a CBDC wallet. Um, I mean, these are the things we have to worry about. Just getting lulled yeah. into a complacent state mm-hmm. uh, in which you can be manipulated even further. Oh, oh, you're willing to get the vaccine and the boosters. Now, here, mm-hmm. here's another thing we're going to throw on top of that that you need to show um, mm-hmm. to to purchase things.
1: Yeah. So the vaccine passport system is is nothing but the social credit system in its early stages. So it's exactly the same, You, it's all the infrastructure, it's all the difficult part, let's say, uh, getting implemented first. So the first thing that you need to do in order to implement the social credit system is you need to get people used to showing their QR codes to get into everywhere and to get people, you know, to actually check those QR codes to let others enter their business, their whatever. Um, So this is the first and hard part. The second part would just be to tweak the criterias of the QR code. Uh, This is like almost nothing technically. So right now, if you already accepted that you have to show your QR code that you're vaccinated, uh, why won't you like show your QR code that you have also not, I don't know, didn't like any content that the government doesn't approve of, um, that you didn't uh, use, um, that you didn't use your money in certain ways, um, that you, you know, basically everything that happens in China with their social credit system is spreading to the whole world right now. Um, and, you know, people are just complying with it. They don't see that they're being turned into basically slaves in this in this system, uh, that they're losing everything and all of their freedoms and basically just being compliant with the government.
0: Yeah, it's fucked, man. A very important inflection point in human history, and it's again. I think it's important to ridicule and highlight the hypocrisy and the insanity of this, right? Like it's, it's. I mean, Israel too. Like is another testing ground and basically case study in mm-hmm. the fact the vaccine may not, may not, may not, may Yeah, did I go in a loop?
1: Uh yeah, you kind of went on a loop.
0: Yeah, it's fuck. I need to get a new computer. This computer doesn't have a lot of cash. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. what I was saying before that happened was Israel was a great case study in the fact that the vaccine itself may not be as effective as it has been marketed uh, to the masses it was 100% effective and now it only has something like 40% e- efficacy after 6 months and it's crazy that there's either cognitive dissonance or An overt attempt to suppress quality information a lot of which i think has come out of israel which is acutely highlighted you guys what what was the percentage of israel's population that was fully vaxxed um at one point i think it was like 90 percent
1: i think it was like 90 percent of everybody eligible to the vaccine so excluding uh, like children under like 12 or something
0: yeah and then uh, after Most of the country had been vaccinated. You saw a surge in cases and cases went higher the year before, correct?
1: Yeah. So the the peak of the cases ever, like the most daily cases ever has been after like the whole country has been vaccinated. It, It has been like two months ago, one or two months ago. Yeah. So basically, what there was per- more people uh, getting COVID after everybody was vaccinated than before the vaccine rollout, even.
0: Yeah. And so, again, YouTube, sorry for trying to talk about this. Hopefully you don't ban me, but is it irrational to look at those numbers and say, hey, maybe the vaccine is potentially making things worse? Is mm-hmm. that is that a yeah, okay, cannot... conclusion to draw? I-
1: I cannot see from this, from this, you know, from everything that, from the data in Israel, that anything, that it's making anything better. So I've been looking at the, the Israeli data. So they have like this dash, dashboard um, of the Israeli Ministry of Health, of all the COVID uh, data. Uh, for a while, it didn't include uh, enough data on like vaccinated versus unvaccinated, but last I checked like a few weeks ago, it had like uh, data on vaccine, like categorized by vaccinated, uh, unvaccinated, sorry, double vaccinated, unvaccinated, and triple vaccinated. So, and basically, from from when I was trying to to look into it, and also uh, actually, some guy on Twitter was also uh, that's also from Israel was analyzing the data as well, and t- you don't see any any influence of of basically of the of the vaccine. Uh, based on, you know, on, on the cohort. So you see that roughly based on the population that is vaccinated, the amount of population that is vaccinated, the same percentage is, you know, is getting sick with COVID uh, compared to those unvaccinated. So basically it, you, you just don't see any effect of, of being vaccinated. Um, it's, it's, really, it's really crazy to, to see that and, you know, and people still pushing it so so hard. Um, I mean, at the beginning, I was thinking maybe the vaccine actually will work or something. I mean, I always say that the coercion will be wrong, but I was hopeful that at least we'll make a vaccine that works. But as as we got more and more data, it just doesn't seem like it, it's effective in any way.
0: Yeah. And you're, would you be considered domestic? Ter- you'd probably be considered domestic terrorist here in the U.S. for saying that. And I will be, you know, <laughs> um,
1: because
0: just... We're not allowed to look at data and make our, our own inferences. Correlation mm-hmm. is a causation. You can't, you can't prove that directly. Yeah. They don't, they don't yeah. connect.
1: If you're not a scientist, you're not allowed to look at data. This is too dangerous. I'm sorry.
0: You can't do science if you're not a scientist. The science. Exactly. In quotes. <laughs> That's another thing. That's like the clown world, too. Like a, let's dissect the clown world. What, what, in your view, what does it build on? There's a lot of propaganda there's a lot of misdirection. Mm-hmm. Like, what, what, as somebody who's writing uh, Clown World today and you have an incredible Twitter account that's blown up in short order, how old is it? Like three months and you've got almost 35,000 like, followers.
1: Yeah, it's like two months, I think. Yeah. And you 35,000 followers or something.
0: Yeah. And it's, I mean, yeah. I, think, I think that fact alone that you've been able to grow an audience that large and that quick of a time uh, acutely highlights the fact that people agree that we are living in a clown world and so as somebody Mm -hmm. who's observing the clown world very intently like yourself what what have you noticed what are what are some of the patterns that you recognize the you know quote unquote regime or the kleptocratic elite whatever you want to call them using to either propagandize or send people uh, in the wrong
1: direction Mm -hmm. Basically, the the first thing that they do is just, you know, speak absolute nonsense. So in in a sense that everybody that can think logically, you know, cannot follow up with their logical process, basically. So the first thing that they do is just, you know, they they just present a logically sorted argument that is completely logical. Uh, for, for example, that you know now that the, the vaccines are work, uh, are working, but if you don't take your, your vaccine, then it, it's not working anymore for those that did take the vaccine. even though now they are protected, but because of you, they're not prote- like, it's, they' not protected. they're just trying to make arguments that do not really make sense in, in any way. Uh, that's, I would say the first thing, and it's, it's not supposed to make sense. It's supposed to, to test the, the compliance of people. If you're willing to, to accept an argument that simply contradicts basic logic, you will accept everything that the government tells you. Um, so I would say this is the first thing, like the, the propaganda that does not only doesn't need to make sense. It should make no sense. Um, I would say, yeah, and I would say that the second thing just repeats the same message all the time, you know, that pe- they just bombard people with, with a certain message all the time, basically. Uh, if it's the vaccine is effective or the, we need more lockdowns or I don't know, whatever whatever it is at, at the moment, uh, but they're just bombarding people with, with a certain message uh, across all news boards, across everywhere
0: yeah uh speak illogical nonsense get people to Mm -hmm. believe that it's the truth and then repeat 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 it -hmm. has to be true they're repeating it so much and they're saying it with such certainty there's there's Mm -hmm. no reason it wouldn't be their authority figure they're on tv look at she's Mm -hmm. wearing she's wearing a pantsuit she's sitting behind a desk she's got a nameplate in front of her listen Mm -hmm. to her
1: yeah exactly there was this study. I think I have heard about it like quite a while ago. Uh, like an old study that was um, testing psych- psychology of people uh, under group pressure. Like you know, showing uh, there was sh- like showing people uh, two lines. You know, they entered like a single person that is you know uh, the the st- the case study. He doesn't know anything about the others. The others are just cooperating with the study. And basically, they just show you, for example, two lines, one long, one short, and ask everybody to point which one is the long and which one is the short. And everybody that is the cooperators are supposed to say that the long is short and the short is long, and see what what you know what the the other the one person that is basically outside of this um, outside of this cooperating group will will say, whatever we will yield to this pressure of you know being like uh say whatever everybody say or you know do basic logic and think for his own and basically most people will just yield to the group pressure and if everybody says that the short line is longer they will also say okay this the short line is longer
0: yeah it's madness of crowds
1: Mm mm-hmm yeah Mm. so if they can if they can bombard you with, with all this you know all this nonsense uh, on the TV, on the news, on places that you supposedly trust, then they will manage to convince more and more people just by this pressure.
0: yeah, and it's it's frustrating right because they're dividing too, right now you're mm-hmm. seeing especially here in America, they're at least trying to. I think I'm actually proud of some of my fellow citizens here in America over the last few weeks that have been standing up, particularly in the airline industry, um, in, in, um, in a lot of industries actually across the board that are that are standing up and saying, no, we're, we're not going to abide by these mandates. We're not going to allow you to mandate this and, and divide us. But that is another tactic they use. So they'll, they'll use logical nonsense. They'll repeat, 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 and then they'll try to divide and create another. Um, exactly create somebody to point at and say, you're the reason why we're still in this. Um, Exactly. Which is evil. It's evil when you get down to it.
1: It it is. It is just trying to divide people and, you know, divide and conquer. So they're trying to blame this group of people. Now it's the, you know, the scapegoat is now the unvaccinated, uh, basically, or people that don't want to wear a mask or whatever. So, they're just trying to divide you, divide, divide the people, and trying to make again illogical um, arguments to explain why this group of people is, is responsible for, for the failure of, of the government policy. You know, it's not the vaccine that doesn't work, it's just the people who didn't take it are to blame that your protection from the vaccine doesn't work. Um, you know, again, it's and it, it's an illogical argument that they're basically trying to bombard you with and divide uh, divide the the people and make those who are vaccinated hate the the unvaccinated basically.
0: yeah, it's fucked up. And so, I don't know if you have an answer to this question, but I think this is what you're trying to do at clown world today is to like again, ridicule. The power structure to point out their illogical nonsense and the methods that they're using to to brute force these messages and actions onto the populace so what do you think is the most effective way to convince those that have been convinced by the propaganda and the illogical nonsense that that we shouldn't be fighting each other that, that they have been mm-hmm. somewhat hypnotized um mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, it's it's always to different degrees. So there is always these people that you will never be able to really convince anymore. I think there are there um, a small minority of everybody that does believe this propaganda for now. I think there is this small core minority of believers, fanatic believers, even that will, you know, you can throw anything at them and there will never be any, you know, you can never convince them otherwise. Uh, and then there is the masses, basically, the, like most of the people that are just, you know, they believe it because, you know, there is these people that on the news that tells you that and everything. Uh, but I think, first of all, that the most effective thing is, you know, it's just time, it's just waiting. So basically, because people are waking up to, you know, right now, for example, they see that the vaccine just doesn't work. That, you know, in the cases everywhere where people are vaccinated, cases are just soaring again. So they basically can see all of that. And most people are not are not stupid. They will see that if, okay, they, they can make these this logical conclusions. Sometimes you just need some help, you know, just point this out. And some people will already start questioning stuff if you just point it out for them. Um, for, mo- for others, it might take more, it might take, you know, that you you need to walk them through the logical conclusion, like, okay, we vaccinated people, and now there is more cases. Uh, you see that there is, you know, you have to explain to them that, okay, why is that? It's, does the vaccine work then? Can we say that the vaccine work if, if there is more cases now than before the vaccine? Why, you know, just ask them these questions. Why do you think then that, that it's working? If there are more cases, just you know, just interact with that and try to, you know, to ask them questions on why do they think certain stuff. And if if they basically if their answer is just, uh, I saw that on TV, so it must be true, then you it's it's probably a lost cause. You're not talking with someone that is thinking, you're talking with someone that is, you know, parroting the the media and what he was told. But if you can, you know, if you can engage with, with people and most people, you can engage with them and just, you know, why do you think this way? Uh, why is it like that? Uh, why do you think that this actually makes sense if so-and-so? And when when they see that they cannot really answer these, these questions in, in any logical way, they, they, they will start questioning stuff too.
0: Yeah. And then there's like the whole concept of like the sunk cost fallacy a lot of the people who have gone with the Mm -hmm. with the mainstream narrative and have listened and thought like oh if i just do this like we're going to be free we're going to be free like they've gone from two weeks to flatten the curve to oh you need to get your booster every six months and there is that that sunk cost fallacy that that exists where a lot of individuals don't want to admit that they've been misled or or Mm -hmm. or lied to (laughs) almost overtly by the authorities that they they previously believed they can trust. Mm-hmm. So I think that's another another issue or uh, variable that needs to be taken into consideration with all this. Like you have to think, put yourself in these people's shoes. This is the way some of the, some of these individuals are thinking. Like, oh, there's no way I could have been this wrong for this long. Um, mm-hmm. And trying to have them snap out, like, hey, it's okay to admit you were wrong. Um, there's, exactly. a lot of, there's like a lot of pride in you know that that is attached to that sunk cost fallacy
1: mm-hmm. yeah exactly so this is also a problem this is why they make it so slow such a slow process so they didn't say at, at first day they didn't say oh now we're mandating we will mandate the vaccines and you will have to show a qr code they didn't say that in in the first day they just say oh just two weeks stay at home and then everything will be back to normal right that's what they said at first and you can see a lot of you know a lot of videos of fauci or whatever saying that they will never mandate vaccines in any way that there will be never be vaccine mandates uh you can see a lot of, a lot of that stuff basically that for, from the beginning and now everything is the complete opposite uh so they didn't start with you know they, they don't start with them Uh, insane stuff that we see you know that we see one year after they don't they don't start with that they start with small measures they start with two weeks just to you know get people tempted to okay let's listen to them uh they that's why they do it in small steps basically they wouldn't nobody would listen to them if they would start with what we have today if they would started with it like two years ago uh when when everything started um, yeah, so so there is a lot of you know the, there is a lot of thought on on making it a slow process to make people accept it. And now it's it's very hard for people to to go back and admit, okay, maybe I was wrong., uh, but eventually I think people will have to like the, most people are logical persons. they they, they can think. And if eventually you, you see that stuff just doesn't make sense, you'll have to admit to you're wrong um even if it's uncomfortable people will will just do it out of you know out of necessity i just hope it's not too late for that
0: well i hope so too that's what i worry about is that too many have been have such a high sunk cost into everything that they just become unwilling to admit that they may have been wrong and probably were wrong and That's a scary. That's like that's what we're fighting against here, right? And that's why, again, I wanted to bring you on because I think what you're doing by highlighting the hypocrisy and the illogical nature of a lot of things that are going on right now is a very potent tool against the the nudging towards totalitarianism. And uh, like, are you confident we can turn this around and get back on the right path? Like, again, you're seeing Australia canada yeah israel um going nuts insane literally it doesn't make it's literally insane they're doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results and uh, different results are never going to come until you're they're literally building concentration camps in australia
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah i've seen that so i think unfortunately for for some places i do think it's too late already i don't think australia will ever be livable in the in the you know in the next few years at least they don't think it will be a, a livable place let's put it that way a place that you would want to, to go to um or even can go to um but i think that you know i think that in general it's it's too late for some places it's not too late for for all for everybody i think there are first of all there are places that are you know resisting this nonsense very well in like texas and florida Uh, I mean, it's really, it's really great to see that. And I think there are a lot of places in uh, Latin America and in general, Mexico also. Um, And you see the Scandinavian nations as well going back to normal, Um, Sweden that never actually really cracked into this pressure uh, in the first place. So you do see that some places are getting more and more, you know, uh, are getting worse basically, but some places are also getting better. Uh, compared to what they were like uh, at, at the beginning, uh, compared to their initial reaction. So I do think there is there is a lot of hope, not for them, n- not for everybody, but for most people, or at least a large part of the world.
0: Yeah, I like that, I like hope. I'm hopeful as well, as I, I moved to Texas, I think a large part, <laughs> obviously I want to be down here, but by the Bitcoin community, I think there's a lot of opportunity in the world that we're in, in Bitcoin, um, but also I, I do—I was attracted to the, the respect for civil liberties and autonomy uh, that, that the state of Texas mm-hmm. provides individuals. Um, yeah. We make this more pervasive. And that's the other crazy thing about today's day and age too, is that we have so much access to information, so much ac- access to quality information above that. However, obviously the, the stereotypical, there's a lot of noise. And so finding the signal. And and that's why again I love Clown World today. You really highlight the signal, or even find the noise and make fun of it, um, and, and really drive that point home. So, what has the reaction to Clown World today been like? Do you have a lot of people DMing you, a lot of people emailing you, um, saying keep it up? Is mm-hmm. there is there like a silent majority that you're that you're noticing um, that really like what you're doing, but don't feel comfortable speaking up in the way that you're doing it?
1: Yeah, so I get a lot of DMs and stuff, and a lot of submissions, you know, of, of nonsense, and a lot of people are like, uh, please don't don't tag me in any way or don't credit me in any way because they don't want any of the you know any of the fire. Uh, they they are worried about that stuff, and I, it's totally understandable, but it's also you know a bit sad that you know you have to to worry about that stuff um sometimes so yeah there is a lot of people that want to to speak a lot more about it but are worried about about what you know about the personal consequences that they will face um personally i think i mean it's understandable but i think it's also really important to try and do your best to to you know to really stand up against that uh, even in in your personal way so um, I do appreciate everybody that is, you know, doing submissions, and I really appreciate all the all the help and you know all the support from everybody. Uh, but I also think that it's if if you if people could could speak even more about it, it would be better. Uh, they basically the the governments are trying to silence people about you know about everything. Uh, <laughs> one post that I think it was yesterday that I uh, that I. Uh, one thing I uploaded on, on Clown World, uh today, um, Twitter yesterday, was that uh, Canada was basically banning in, like, uh, correspondence of government's official uh, the use of Let's Go Brandon.
0: <laughs> really?
1: Yeah, yeah. So this oh. is, yeah, so they basically are now, like, banning the government workers or something from, from using that in, like, correspondences. Um, so... <laughs> and this is like again this is clown world this is like absolute you know this is ridiculous but and people can can see how how stupid and ridiculous it is but the governments are freaking out about people you know saying stuff uh, people saying their opinion and yeah i think so i think uh back to the original question i think the, the um uh, people are very, you know, like a lot that the clown world think, uh they they can identify with that. Um, but yeah, a lot of people are, seem to be afraid to to speak up on their own.
0: Right? Like, think about how crazy that is. Like, people will be astonished that I had the balls to have you on and to have this particular conversation to post it on podcast YouTube. They're like, oh my god, why would you? You're gonna get banned. Like, <laughs> freaks. Think about the state of the world if we can't even have this conversation. I mean, we're just literally having a conversation about how we're looking at what's going on in the world the last two years and how we're dissecting it. You may not agree with it. Mm -hmm. You may not agree with it. I don't care if you don't agree with it. And I, I would not ever try to censor you for not agreeing with it. But the fact that people can't even have these conversations, you can't utter the words, let's go, Brandon, which is just like a sly like dig like a, a three-word euphemism to say I, I you're lying to me like like mm-hmm. you can't even believe you can't even utter the belief that somebody's lying to you, that you don't believe what somebody's telling you you can't you can't just you can't voice displeasure or discontent with anything it is scary it is it is not okay and that's why I, I mean, obviously, if you guys are listening to this podcast and have been for a while, you know, I don't really care uh, whether or not these people don't like the conversations that we're having. These conversations need to be had. You, you know, you, you need, not even that they need to be had. You need to be able to have them. We don't live in a free society if you literally can't talk about things. It's insanity. It's scary. Mm-hmm. If we allow them to keep censoring us like this and allow them to reduce the frame in which you can have acceptable conversation we're going that's that's in the digital world and in the audio space in the physical world like they're doing in Australia they're gonna they're gonna control your bodies to some extent and what you can do with that I mean they already are are arguably with with the vaccine mandates with the attempted mandates like if you're out there and you're skeptical and you don't like the conversation that we're having you don't agree with it i'm completely okay with that you don't have to agree with anything we're saying but i think you should agree that we should be able to have this conversation
1: mm-hmm. yeah exactly so the, the crazy thing is that people uh, are afraid to, sp- to speak basically people are afraid to speak their mind or you know say something because they were will be cancelled because they will lose their you know their youtube account or twitter account or whatever People are just being afraid to to, to speak up, basically, um, and they're, they're afraid of the reaction from from others or something. I don't even think we're saying something too you know too crazy or or something. We're not talking about how the even about how the earth is flat or or anything. <laughs> not that I think it's not okay to you know to talk about anything that you want, but we're not even there. We're just you know speaking a very normal conversation on on. So basically on stuff that, you know, on data that we, we've seen uh, and, you know, trying to, to draw conclusions from, from, this, from this data. And I don't think this is that radical that people, you know, that the fact that people are afraid to, to talk like that right now or, you know, have to think twice or three times before they, they speak about it is, is quite insane. And obviously, you don't have to agree with anything here. But if you even disagree that we have the right to, to to say that that we should can be discussing that and have this conversation, this is like this is crazy.
0: It's insane.
1: It's insane.
0: Like you said, it's not like we're saying people are being injected with five G receptor chips that are going <laughs> to be able to depopulate them at any point in time. We're not saying that. We're just saying, hey, <laughs> like. I'm looking at the data something here is wrong yeah for me personally I'm like I'm looking at the data I'm 30 years old and I was like all right okay the risk of getting I'd rather get COVID than get the vaccine I don't want to compound risk and that's this is the way I approached it I got COVID now I have natural immunity and I'm like happy COVID frankly it wasn't fun it was it was like a bad flu um I never thought I was gonna be hospitalized but I was on my ass for a few days until I got ivermectin Uh, (laughs) then again
1: you're not allowed to speak about
0: no I'm not allowed to speak about that either you can't look at (laughs) Japan and say that they they offered they mandated ivermectin as a prophylactic in the middle of August and their cases have basically gone to zero Um, you can't you can't say that Um, but yeah like again it's about personal autonomy being able to make these decisions on yourself like I'm I'm a I'm an adult who went through schooling University, no, that may be used against me, uh, or may not be a benefit. Uh, is probably a better way to put it. Uh, like, I, I'm going to make decisions for myself, and you know what? If I got COVID and died, that would have been my fault. Like, and 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 it was a risk I was willing to take. I took it. I don't want to say it paid off, but it was good risk analysis in my my opinion. And now, mm-hmm. again, just looking at the data, like they're trying to mandate vaccines on children. It's like these children aren't dying like what? why would you ever put them at risk of, for with these vaccines and then you can't talk about the bears data either with the adverse um adverse reactions like you, you can't talk about that the vaccine is pristine the vaccine is pristine and there's there's no adverse reactions don't look at the tens of thousands of, of various reports that have been been verified and, and issued they don't exist mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I was looking into the various, basically, the various data as well around um, mid-August, I think it was, and it was just, you know, I was trying to analyze it more or less, but it was difficult because there was so many that, you know, there were like hundreds of thousands of of reports that I needed to search for, and my computer was simply not strong enough to do this analysis. Uh, I was just cracking with it. but. It's, it was, you know, it was crazy to see all, all these reports and even, you know, I, I'm from Israel, everybody's vaccinated there. And I've I've heard about a lot of a lot of cases. So, you know, there are people that got COVID in Israel and like did, you know, didn't feel, you know, bad or anything, or just like flu. And it was people that got the vaccine and we were completely fine. Uh, but again, there were people that got COVID and were bad, and there were people that got the vaccine and got really bad. So there is in both cases there is there is some risk. Uh, but you also see the data that the you know the, another data from Israel that the vaccine is basically 30 times or 27 times less effective than getting COVID basically. So the the rate of people that got uh, the vaccine then got sick compared to the people that got COVID before and then got COVID again, is like, you know, it's, it's like 30 times difference. Um, so, and you know, you can, you're not allowed to talk about that. So if you got COVID and like after six months or something, you need a game to to get, you know, you need to get a booster. Why, why do you need that? You know, you, you cannot prove, you can even, you know, prove that you have strong immunity but you will still need to get this booster just you know just because this is the regulation um, it's it's just crazy to to see that it doesn't make any sense in terms you know that they basically made the term healthy or the term vaccinated or the term immune you know a political term it's no longer you know the antibodies that you have in your body or how do you feel if you feel well and you know and don't feel bad and you're not sick No, you maybe you are sick or you know if you have immunity like you can check your antibodies but you didn't get all the official booster shot then you're not immune even though your body is technically is immune so all of this all of this madness basically all of this politicization of scientific terms and all of this nonsense
0: yeah it's insane yeah they changed the definition of um, like natural immunity (laughs) to like being like having a population that's or herd, herd immunity, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, they literally change it on the go. Oh, it's it's not eighty percent or whatever the percentage was of the population as uh, it's changed. contracted a disease. It's it's if they're vaccinated. It's like what they're
1: literally changing the definitions east. on the go. They changed the definition of herd immunity. They changed the definition of a vaccine of what a vaccine is even. Uh, a few few, months ago, I think, that the CDC basically changed on their website even not only herd immunity, I think that was before, but even uh, what is the definition for a vaccine. And instead of saying that it's like, gives you immunity for a disease, it says now that it gives you protection or something from a disease. So it's, they basically just, you know, they they made a vaccine, it didn't work uh, or didn't work as well as they hoped and now it's basically you know so okay it's not that that you know it's still good it's just that okay now we changed the definition of what a vaccine is and now yeah it's good we don't need to to make a better vaccine we just need to change the definition of what a vaccine is and now it's all good
0: yeah it has temporary protection that's all that's all you need it's a temporary protection it's insane and again like i'm just thinking in my head we're gonna get so much shit for having this conversation and posting it on the internet.
1: I do think so.
0: It's like it's crazy. Like how can we not have this conversation without getting labeled as either domestic terrorist or insane people? Conspiracy theorists. You are the chief conspiracy theorist at Cloud World today, so <laughs> you do own the mantle. Um,
1: mm-hmm. Yeah yeah i mean now that you know you you just speak your mind you're a conspiracy theorist for you know looking at the data and making conclusions that makes you a conspiracy theorist uh if you don't agree with everything that the media says right now even though it is it, like the media changes their, their stand so fast that even if you what you were saying like six months ago is now the accepted narrative like you were saying, for example, that the, the vaccine is, is not as effective. It's not definitely not 90% effective or, or in any way. Then six months ago, you were a conspiracy theorist. Now it's the official narrative. But again, what they, what they are trying to make the logical conclusion from is again, it's nonsensical, is okay, the vaccine didn't work well. It's like, it's not 90% effective. Now they're saying that it's like 30% or 40% effective Right, that's, that's what, what they're saying. That's what the media is saying right now. That's like the facts. And ignore that this is what we, we said like months ago, I said that, you know, the natural immunity, for example, is better than the vaccine. And now it's, again, it's the, the facts in, in the media as well. Uh, but the logical conclusion that they're trying to draw from from this stuff is that still, okay, the vaccine didn't work. Now you need more of the vaccine that didn't work. You know, com- and that then that will work.
0: Let's compound so, our mistakes yeah. there.
1: <laughs> so, they're yeah, they're compounding the mistakes, and they are basically, you know, everything that the conspiracy theorists were saying, like at first, saying that vaccine passport will be become your reality was a conspiracy theories. Now it's, you know, it's the official narrative, but they're just trying to change it to okay, now, but but it's a good thing. So basically consp- the conspiracy theories kind of have been right all for for you know for over a year and a half right now something uh, but they just keep changing this, you know the the, the the logical conclusions that they that they draw from, from this from this stuff
0: Yeah What do you think do you think it's malice or incompetence at at, at the top of where these decisions are being made
1: i'm still struggling with that i think it's both yeah um it's it's hard to say i think it's mostly incompetent but i definitely think that there is something that is just just bad you cannot there is no way that you know that you enforce lockdowns on people and force them to to vaccine mandates and uh to uh, vaccine passports and you know and the, the people that are actually generating all these nonsensical ideas are, are good people uh, but I do think that a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of it is just you know people that are echoing what they've heard um, that you know it's not malice that's incompetence with most of the people.
0: Yeah I mean there's an obvious incentive profit incentive on, on the big pharma vaccine side as well. Yeah. <sighs> that needs to be taken yeah, into consideration.
1: Yeah, and and it needs to be taken into consideration that there is a lot of incentive for profit on their side that they've already been convicted. You know, Pfizer have already been convicted of malpractice in, in, you know, in their marketing and bribing doctors and all of that. You know, that they've already done that and been convicted about it and got like the, the, well, what was that? Like the biggest um, fine in in the history of the US or something. So, this is, you know, people, why do you trust them now if, if you see what they have done, if, you know, what the conspiracy theorists, they have been convicted exactly of what the conspiracy theorists say just, you know, just a few years before also. So, what makes you think that now you can trust them?
0: Hey, your life-saving vaccine brought to you from the people who brought you the opiate epidemic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Here
0: exactly we're here to help you here take this vaccine you know what you got back pain after that here's here's some percocet enjoy it <laughs> exactly thanks for, thanks for your money uh, it's frustrating it is frustrating it's frustrating <laughs> to know that that we're going to be labeled as dangerous and uh conspiracy theorists I don't, i've already been labeled that you you own the mantle conspiracy theorists but there's gonna be a lot of a lot of anger that we have this conversation people don't be angry we're just having a conversation we're just talking through some things just trying to highlight some illogic illogical uh inconsistencies that are that are out there logical inconsistencies yeah i guess they're illogical inconsistencies too um and i want you to know we truly care about the fate of the world of humans of others I don't want anybody to die. Uh, I'm not like cheering on the pandemic.
1: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: okay, I just think <laughs> there are other options. It's,
1: exactly. So what what people are trying to you know and part of the narrative is like you either agree with us or you want people you just want people to die, and this is you know I I just think that there is a better way to, to deal with this. I think there is a safer way than what you are proposing. Basically, I think that there is a better way than taking a booster shot every few months, uh, you know, and, and locking down and doing vaccine passports. I think that this is not the way to, to save lives, to protect people and, you know, just, just because i disagree with your methods doesn't mean that i want people to die or, or anything this is like this branding is is insane it's ridiculous like oh if you disagree with me then it must mean that you just want people to die no i just think that your way doesn't going isn't going to save people or isn't going to save to be as effective as another way basically yeah
0: another thing i just remembered that i was thinking of earlier you think like, like you can't say that and then like there's another thing like not only are they, like illogical you know, like I'm talking about like the the Build Back Better crew is behind the podium banging this propaganda into your head day in and day out just the way they speak literally like the inflection in their voice the tone in their voice to me at least as somebody who is completely turned off by by the power structure and the mainstream media it's just like literally the way they speak you can tell they're just droning it's like a droning politics speak you know using the thumb out and um it doesn't seem authentic in any way shape Mm -hmm. or form which is like one thing for me is somebody who likes to fancy himself as somebody with a good bullshit detector that's that's like literally the inflection of somebody's voice the tone in their voice and the way they project a message can says a lot to me at least and a lot of these people are just speaking like drones um and for some reason people pick up that tone and that inflection and 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 don't see that it's complete bullshit being spread to them
1: Yeah, you, you can you can see basically that the, what they're saying they don't really believe in that, and um, you can also see what in, in their actions that you can you always hear about this world the leading politician that was unmasked in in you know in Joe against Biden, their own movie. regulations Joe Biden this week exactly for example uh, and all these, uh, you know, from, even from the very beginning of the pandemic and not just in the U S it's everybody in Israel, there were a lot of scandals on that. Uh, and how, for example, I think, I don't remember exactly who it was. I think it was, um, the mayor of New York or something that closed gyms, but, uh, still went to his like private gym or something, you know, because, and when he was caught, it's like, Oh, but I really need this this exercise to you know, to be able to protect you people. That is that is animal farm. That is literally the same argument from from animal farm, on the pigs taking all the apples, the good apples and stuff. This is like, you know that was directly from animal farm. It was insane. And everything every time the the leaders are getting caught with with this nonsense, they're breaking their own laws, know that's okay they don't get any anything from you know they nothing happens to them and as i think one was like quit but then got a a job in the UN or something like i think it was um um, from britain uh like the health minister or something that was caught in like uh uh with his mistress or something and then
0: what was the told, dude, it was the dude models he made the models that shut down <laughs> the uk exactly
1: exactly and then basically he he violated his own rules and then he got you know fired but then got the job in the u.n in like covid something uh so basically they don't get any 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 pushback or anything it's kind of a privilege that only the leaders can, you know, defy their the, their own rules, basically. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So you, you can see that they're not they are if they were really scared of this they were you know wearing their mask all the time, and they were also like you know just staying home and not going to these vacations that you've seen many politicians take while they urge people to stay home, uh, and they wouldn't you know go visit their family or do all of this stuff, like they were urging others not to do. So if they were honest about it, if they were really scared, but they are not, mm-hmm. they're just doing this stuff that they tell everybody else not to do. Um, just because they, you know you can see that, that they're insincere with, with their kind of fear mongering. Uh, they are not truly scared about it. They're just, they want to scare the population.
0: They're hypocrites. and, and
1: They're hypocrites, yeah.
0: And that's, that's another, very strong potent tactic in the war against the clown world is not only pointing out their a lot their logical inconsistencies but pointing out every instance of them being hypocritical right like why we they, they we are all humans we all have the same basic anatomical structure <laughs> just because they are voted into office doesn't make them uh less uh, susceptible to to a a global pandemic. And just that hypocritical example right there of these politicians, Gavin Newsom, um, Mayor London of San Francisco, Mayor Kenny of Philadelphia, Lori Lightfoot um, in Chicago, um, the list goes on here in the United States. Uh, I mean, and there's plenty of people on the other side that have done it as well um and just listed off a bunch of democrats i'm trying to think of like well a lot of the republicans are and not a lot of them a few of them are against everything that's going on but again a lot of these people are extremely extremely hypocritical and it's so frustrating to watch the masses just take it hook line and sinker and take it in the face they're pissing in your face and telling you it's raining and it's just it's infuriating to watch people fall for these, again, like I said, most of us, ninety-nine percent of us, I believe, most people are good. Most people just want the same thing, which is a roof over their head, food in their stomachs, a happy family, a good friend group, the ability to live a happy life. Um, and they've they've successfully divided us, which is a goddamn shame. And it's exactly. uh, and it's like they yeah, people are infighting when they should be looking at the true source of our plight, which is the, the hypocrites in, in charge of the clown world. We focused a lot on uh, COVID and the vaccine, but that's not the only thing you cover in the clown world. What else are you seeing out there in the clown world?
1: Um. Yeah, so I think right now this is the, the most urgent issue and the most prominent thing, but it's definitely not that the only thing. There is, you know, I always post also some stuff about uh, ridiculous articles uh ridiculous nonsense either with with you know climate stuff that is just doesn't make sense in in how they how they uh uh with, with the arguments there or yeah, whatever it is just you know just random stuff that is just completely ridiculous um it's it is mostly right now it is mostly about with uh, with the vaccines or with the uh, covid stuff Uh, And there is a lot of of stuff that is, you know, just weird photos and weird, you know, behavior of people in that. But also in general, this censorship, you know, this let's go Brandon thing that they banned in in Canada, for example, Um, or just, you know, or now with all these supply uh, shortages, for example, and how, again, they're tying it again. All, all of the, the stuff that is kind of, you know, there's the supply shortages and the inflation. And, you know, I try to, to do all of that stuff, but they keep, you know, they blame now the supply shortages on the unvaccinated or something. <laughs> so they're trying to do all of these nonsensical stuff um, that even if it's not really related to COVID and it's like, you know, the general clown world stuff, uh they, they are still insisting that it is all the unvaccinated or still trying this stuff to COVID. Um and yeah so I just cover everything I try to cover everything that seems you know that is ridiculous that it's like doesn't make sense that is um that is you know that the people you know that the media is, is spreading nonsense. I just try to call bullshit on, on everything that is bullshit.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you for doing it. I think it's empowering people, emboldening people. And for those anons or not anons, even those, those who are DMing Ben and, and clown world today saying, say this on behalf of me, Iowa, I would urge you to develop and gain the courage to speak up for yourself too. Cause I think that like, you like the first clown world today newsletter you wrote like the only way we get out of this is if people stop complying and part of not complying is voicing your discontent Uh, i think i think you'd be surprised at how many individuals out there again the silent majority i believe there there is a silent majority that thinks that things are going crazy but they are afraid of speaking up Mm -hmm. um and it's getting to a point at least for me where I know a lot I'm lucky I will concede this I'm lucky that I have uh, the the life that I do and I'm sort of inoculated um, from the ability of, a, of an employer to cut me off maybe my advertisers could I guess I guess I do run that risk of, of advertisers cutting me off um, and, and demonetizing me in that that way I do think that I've aligned with um, strong strong-willed advertisers uh but uh i think more people need to speak up and i think what you're doing at clown world today is is giving people more courage because again once you highlight and use humor um i think that's a very important tactic in in this fight against the insanity is using humor which is bringing bringing a light humor to it and just saying hey look at this this is this is fucking hilariously dumb like are we really going to put up with this and it's like hard to deny when you make somebody laugh
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So I think, yeah, I think I'm also, I feel very lucky that I don't have to worry about, you know, um, getting fired from, from my job and, and stuff. I, I'm, I'm still young and I have quite some, you know, I can go, uh, go places. I don't, I, for example, I left Israel and they, they could you know there are a lot of people that cannot just go and and leave or it's way harder for them with kids with family with stuff that they have to you know that it's harder for them to just go and live and or that they, it's harder for them to leave their job or something and yeah i totally understand that and but i would still like you know try, try i would still say to try your best to still speak up if, if you can Um, Because, yeah, I just think it's really important, and I think that they're just, you know, they're trying to make people feel that they're alone, basically, that, you know, everybody disagrees with them. No, that's not true. A lot of people agree with you. A lot of people agree that stuff just doesn't make sense. They're just afraid to speak up, and they're just being silenced on, on the media and being ridiculed on the media. Uh, and not given any pro- platform on social media and being censored. But, you know, the, 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 I wrote it on also in the, I think, the first newsletter. Basically, the, the goal of their propaganda is not just to, you know, they're not trying to convince the, the critical thinkers. They're trying to convince them they're alone. Um, they're just, you know, they try to make you feel that there's no one that agrees with you. And this is part of, you know, making you, making people yield to the group pressure is that to make people feel they're alone. Because if, you know, if, if you're alone pointing something and saying this doesn't make sense, then, you know, maybe you're, you're insane. That's, that's a lot like in 1984. But if, if there is a lot of people around you that also say, okay, this doesn't make sense, then it makes you feel more confident. This is what they want to eliminate.
0: Yeah, and this harkens back to the study that you referenced. Of, so that you have a bunch of actors uh, basically saying, hey, this, this shorter line is actually longer than the longer line. Like, you, you're an idiot if you don't see that. And the, the isolated subject of the study uh, eventually goes along longer. Like, oh, I know that's shorter, but I'm going to say uh, it's longer than, than the longer line. Like that is, the demoralization is, is a very, very strong tactic of, of propaganda um propagandizing people and that is what they're trying to do they're trying to demoralize critical thinkers uh, into just going along don't you are not crazy and again for anybody out there who thinks we're crazy for having this conversation i think please concede at least please agree with us that it we should be able to have this conversation like i don't think nothing we're we're not (laughs) are people going to try and say this conversation is dangerous harmful it's going to kill people yeah they're going to create models are they going to create models that say uh marty and ben had this conversation on on tuesday october uh 19th whatever today is it was posted on the 26th and and since then covid cases have gone up x amount because of this conversation Mm -hmm. two people on completely different sides of the planet i think
1: yeah Uh, he's just that the idea that words are now this so dangerous that they cannot be said, that you know that your words are now dangerous. This is like this is absolute nonsense. This is what the, the U.S. have the First Amendment. The w- words are not are not dangerous. They're words. They're you know the right to free speech. Even if you're you know you're allowed to be wrong, and you're allowed you know even people that you disagree with or that they are wrong. Even if somebody is wrong, he's allowed to be wrong if, if he wants. He's allowed to say stuff that is, you know, that is wrong that, or that I disagree with. Um, and the idea that this is now dangerous and that you have to suppress speech because now speech is dangerous. It's it's absolutely nonsense. It's absolutely dangerous. Uh, it's, it's the character of every totalitarian regime or every murderous regime in, in history is, you know, to silence people for, saying that their you know their opinions or their thoughts on their their you know what they the things they're saying they're basically they're dangerous to the public. This is always the excuse to, you know, to, to you know to suppress free speech that it is dangerous to the public. It is not dangerous. It is just words. It's just speech. Words don't you know words don't kill people.
0: Yeah, and if, if the words and the ideas and the line of thinking. It is truly wrong. You should be able to refute it with a better idea or line of thinking. Again, we mm-hmm. are exactly. humans who have been uh, imbued with the ability to think critically. It's part of the beauty of humanity. Like if you're able to make a convincing logical argument, it, or again, we're all anatomically like pretty much the same. You should be able to uh, convince somebody with with a critical argument.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for example, you know, if, if somebody is saying that the world is flat or something, I, I definitely disagree with it, but I don't think this puts me in danger that he says that the world is flat or, you know, or that he will try to convince people that the world is flat. No, I can just tell, no, the world is round and, you know, because this is the logical argument and I can bring the logical, you know, argue, I can bring arguments and facts and evidence to support my argument. And you know, people will just listen to me because this this makes more sense. This is the the right argument, and they will just logically understand it. Um, but I don't think in any way like, oh, people that say that the F- Earth is flat or danger- and endangering our society and killing people. No, they just they just think differently, and it's their right to to say what they what they want, and it's their right to to be wrong if if they want. But that's, that's it, and I'm, I don't want to start now with the fight with the Flat Earth Society. Well,
0: well you just you just uh, invited a Flat Earther fight. Expect your DMs I, to get low enough.
1: <laughs> I, I, I will, I will, but I'm already used to it. So just as an example, I think this is wrong, but, you know, everybody has their right to, to talk about whatever they think. Um, so And then people will call me like a conspiracy theorist, again, for, for saying stuff that I think is right. And maybe I'm wrong, maybe not, but I I, I have the right to at least think this way and say this stuff. This is not putting people in danger. If you think that I'm wrong, just bring a better argument. Yeah,
0: yeah. Let's meet on the battlefield of ideas. That's where these things should be. should be decided, not um, not via be diktat. Ben, it's been a pleasure. We're over an hour here. Should we talk about Bitcoin and all? What are your thoughts on Bitcoin these days? <laughs> well, like, well, that's what I guess maybe. That's how we can edit, because you, I think, and this is a meme that's getting, getting out there more widely now these days, is that yes, Bitcoin does allow us to fix things, but it's only a tool. And Bitcoin is, is only a strong tool in our, in our tool belt that we can then use to, to build a better world. It's not a panacea in and of itself. You need action external to, to Bitcoin, correct?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So Bitcoin by itself is, is an amazing tool. It's probably the best the most important tool that we have, uh, but it's, it's a tool if we don't use it and just you know, use it correctly, then it's, it won't solve anything by itself. We have to use it also, and we have to use it correctly. Uh, this is again why I think using full nodes is so important, why I think self-custody is so important. You have to use the tool correctly uh, in order for it to fix things. Um, so bitcoin is is a tool and it's an amazing tool um and we should all you know use it correctly and work to to improve it and to you know to make more people use it um but yeah again it's it's a tool in, in this fight to to freedom freedom of of speech and freedom of transactions basically um not you know not being dependent on payment processors or whatever or you know governments not confiscating your bank account because you didn't get your booster shot or something. Uh, This is the future that we can we can see that you know with especially with CBDCs uh, that will probably come in the next few years and be connected to your social credit system and everything that is the vaccine system that will what it will evolve to in a few years. but again, so everything that is going towards more control, more totalitarianism and more you know control, especially on how you can spend your money or you know how, how what, do you, what you do with it, uh, what you're not allowed to do with it, when you're allowed to use it or where. And yeah, Bitcoin is just the tool to say, you know, fuck you, I'll, I'll use it however I want. This is mine. This is my property. This is my money. Uh, you, you, you cannot just take it away um if whenever you want like bank accounts you cannot just freeze it you cannot just uh, block certain transactions because you don't like the the person that i'm sending to or you don't like me uh you cannot just censor transactions um this is the, the the amazing thing about bitcoin it's just that it liberates you from from these controls
0: yeah it's a very potent tool but you do have to use it the correct way and again Bitcoin gives me hope and individual zoomers like you, Ben, you give me even more hope because you're, you're building these tools and you're putting your, putting your reputation and your skin in the game um, more so than, than most of the people on the planet right now. It's an extremely admirable path that you've chosen. And I uh, feel very fortunate to, to, uh to know you and, and gotten to know you better over the last few years. Um, thank you for, for all the work you do on the Bitcoin side. For, for those of you freaks who are unaware, Ben has uh, been an open source contributor to uh, the Spectre uh, open source project for quite some time. And you, you do you do some Bitcoin core stuff as well, review or?
1: Um, I didn't do much. So we have like one commit there for, you know, for um, documentation. Mm-hmm. And it did a very little bit of review, but I wouldn't say that I'm a core contributor. Mm-hmm. I definitely hope that I will have the chance now in the coming months to look into it more. Um, so that's definitely something that I want to do and want to, you know, to be more active. But for now, no, I wouldn't take a credit on that.
0: Okay. All right. Sorry for, sorry for getting that wrong. But um hey it was fun being dangerous with you for the last hour and 20 minutes uh, we're gonna probably gonna get a shit storm but again <laughs> i think it's imperative that these conversations whether you agree with them or not happen um and again we're not saying that you're getting a 5g chip inserted into you and they're gonna they're gonna you know, jolt a heart attack into you remotely at some point in the future we're just saying hey we're looking at the data it really doesn't make sense to us i think we we have the the mental capacity and, uh, and skills, know, maybe not skills, but uh, ability to, to look at data and, and draw certain conclusions that, that make sense to us. And that's all we're saying. This is what we're seeing. This is how we're dissecting it. And this is how we're viewing it. If you don't agree, that's perfectly fine. Um, I'd love to, have, to talk about your perspective and what you believe, the data that you're seeing, and why you believe that we may or may not be wrong um but again you, we these conversations need to be like it, it's so fucking crazy to me that i feel rebellious having this conversation with you like it feels like an act of rebellion just having an open conversation like this and that's mm-hmm. and that's just part of my personality when authority figures try to tell me to do something and I've, I've been this way my whole life i really just do not like that and i would go that <laughs> usually go exactly. in the opposite direction like don't fucking tell mm-hmm. me what to do please I'm, I'm an autonomous free human i will i will do mm-hmm. whatever Not whatever i want i'm not gonna go murdering anybody but like <laughs> i'm not harming anybody would... the fuck alone exactly um,
1: exactly you you're allowed to, to speak your mind yeah exactly
0: but hey maybe they will say we will we will be harming people with this but i don't think we are ben where can we find out more about you? More about Clown World Today? Um, um, more what you're up to?
1: Yeah, so there's the you know the the, the newsletter that you can reach at clownworld.today, uh, the URL, or you can follow on Twitter clownworldtoday, uh, CWT underscore News, or you can reach me out at underscore Ben Kaufman at on Twitter or telegram or whatever um yeah
0: all right we'll link to all these in the show notes ben keep crushing it brother thank you for coming on today yeah
1: yeah thank you for inviting me
0: yeah i can't wait to do it again hopefully in person next time
1: <laughs> yeah i hope so all
0: right peace and love freaks Okay.